Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, on to the matches for the round. Sharks v. the Storm. Uh, I've got to say, Guru, I think the Sharkies might be back. They just might be, huh? Yeah. They were a bit patchy there, and I I know a few people took issue with this a few weeks ago when we said that although they're in the top four, we don't actually consider them as a form top four side. I stand by that. In In the last probably six weeks of rugby league, I stand by I did not think that they were a one of the top four sides in the competition. Yes, they were in the top four, but I don't think form-wise that I would have had them even in front of the Broncos. I mean, we have to remember the Broncos won seven in a row, Cowboys killing it, Storm, and then you've got Penrith. Uh, but I would have to say after the last two weeks, I think that they're back, and I think that they're a top four side now in form-wise. Especially without Hines mm. in this game. I and I know they're on. in the top four, guys. I know they're in the top <laughs> four form-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I, I look at the competition right now, and if you said to me who are the top four teams, I would say um, Penrith, Melbourne, North Queensland. That fourth one, I'd probably say Broncos, mm. but I don't know if I put them in a top four sort of team right now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. as in form wise, like, 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 yeah. If, if I had to pick which of the top four teams, like the teams that play like top four teams, I'd probably have those three. Then Broncos are probably the next closest, mm. but I'm sort of, I'm not. Overly convinced. I had Broncos in there when they were like at the back end of their um, run of seven in a row. But as I said, now after the last two games for Sharks and the way they've played, I have Sharkies in the top four form-wise now. And I have Broncos just just dipped out. I mean, pretty much the table represents where I have each team outside of maybe... The Rabbitohs form has been pretty good last few weeks. Yeah, actually, the, the, the table right now... Matter of fact, I probably have the Eels a bit lower uh, form-wise. But outside of that, the table right now is pretty accurate as to where I see form-wise each team. It's crazy to think how far the Broncos and Cowboys have come. Like, mm. Cowboys are sitting second. The Cowboys have, have won one more game than the Storm. Insane. Yeah. Insane. They've conceded 50 less points than the Storm have. Amazing. Um, anyway, back to the Sharkies. Mm. So, yeah, I think they're back. They've had three wins on the trot. Uh, they play North Queensland, then they play Penrith. 
Holy shit. Yeah, what a cracking two weeks. For I me. mean, if you wanted a, a, a tester of where they're at, you couldn't get a harder test. You couldn't get a harder test. To think that they would start off their run of Storm, Cowboys, and Penrith with a win over the Storm. A convincing win, too. Yeah, they looked so good. They looked yeah. so good. Uh, and they, they, they bombed a certain try and could have scored one more a couple as well. of tries. Yeah. They, they, they had um, Ramian drop the ball. Yeah. There was another one as well. They should have scored early when Ramian gave it to Katara and it was good defense, but yep. uh, Ramian could have scored it. Ramian could have scored about five. Mate. He played really well. I mean, had a couple of errors, but he, yeah. outside of those errors, he played really well. I'll tell you who I thought played well. Cameron McGuinness. I'll read you his stats. He played 57 minutes in the middle, 150 metres, 68 post-contact metres, 36 tackles. So good. Heaps good. Dale Finucane being back as well. He's so important that side. The yeah. amount of like, tough carries he has and gets on his front for quick play of the balls, it's incredible. Um, has he been called into the New South Wales camp? Did I yep. say yep. that the other day? Yeah. And apparently yeah. it was on the... Hes- on the the back of the players saying we want Dale in. Hey, talk about respect. Fucking hell. Seriously. Um, But, yeah, back to the game anyway. Uh, Look, I thought Ramian, uh, Moylan, honestly, right now, Moylan is his career best form. I honestly think his last two weeks has been some of the best footy he's ever played. Yeah, some off. Yeah, he's right up there with his career best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, has I put he re-signed yet? Is he, he? I think he, he re-signed a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago. I don't know if it's official though. Is it? Yeah, no, it's official. It's official. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it is official. Yep. I, I, I just think that like back in the day, he had some a big, big games, but he was playing fullback yep. usually. I just don't know if he was controlling the match the way he was controlling yeah. it, the way he's at the Sharkies. Again, it's a very small sample size. It's been two games, but put it this way: erase everything else I just said. The game on the weekend was the best game he's played in probably five years. Yep. That, that's like he was so silky, controlled everything and all the spaces they had on the edge came from Matty Moylan squaring everything up, doing the right plays, getting to the right person. Uh, I'm just so impressed with his ability to bounce back. I, I thought he was done, man. I thought his body was done. At the start of the year, we spoke about it and I was even like with the Braden Trindle thing, I was like, you know what? I may even consider putting Trindle there because you don't know with Matty Moylan. You don't want him in and out and in and out. And then all of a sudden, you don't have built connections. Matty Moylan completely proved me wrong, at least, by he's been he's played every game, hasn't he? Yeah, and I mean, yeah. like, when we were talking about it then, he didn't play in the trials. Yeah. Because so they were was, worried about it. Yeah, well, yeah, they were worried about him. That's yeah. how unsure they were about his body holding up. Now he's signed a two-year deal. And as I said, he's playing... If he's not playing the best he's ever played, it wouldn't be far off the best he's played. I think it's fair to say if he's not playing the best he's ever played, he's playing the most mature he's ever played. Oh, easy. Easy. By a mile. Easily. Um, you know, great left foot step for a, the Brayley try. Uh, another person I want to shout out, Brayley. He's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, I, I just He's so developing into such a good footy player. Such a good footy player. So when you got the spine, like Matty Moreland, like I, I get what you're saying. Like some of his games back in the day when he was coming through, outrageous. And, yeah. you know, were outrageous for sure. Um, uh, but I don't know if it's, he's that far off that. I really don't. Like I, I, I really like his form, especially last two weeks. There was a, probably a patch there where he was struggling a little bit, like not struggling, but he didn't have as much impact. Um, but his last few weeks, man, he's just been so good. So no, I also good. think there's a lot of games he's played this year where he hasn't had great impact, but he hasn't needed to as well. Well, he's kind of, but he's he's done the yards for Nico to do yeah. what he needs to do because um, Nico doesn't play like a, a regular seven. He really does. Like sometimes I feel like Moiser is a seven, you know? Yeah. 
And sometimes I feel like when Nico's got the hot hand, which is just about every fucking week so far this year, yep. Moylan's not about Moylan. Yeah. He's just about his team, and he's happy just to take a backward step and let Hines go. Uh, you mentioned there Blake Braley as well. What a turnaround. No. Like, not, not that he was going poorly, but just to go to the level that he has is incredible. I'm, I'm searching my brain here to try and find the name of that hooker that they signed from Queensland Cup, uh, Jaden Beryl. Yep. I think bringing him in was a little, was a little warning shot to Braley that yeah. you need to start being the guy that we thought you were going to be, and yep. I think he's exceeded it. Oh, mate, absolutely. I think that last year it was almost a bit like he was coasting along. Yeah. Or not even coasting along, but he was like, I'm a first grader, I go on, I do my job. There's no other hookers There's here. There's no hookers here. And and it's just but it's it's more about like when you first get into first grade, you're almost like, I just have to do my job. And so there's no one last year that could have said Braley didn't do his job. Yeah. But he wasn't impacting games. And I think that as you get more mature, you start to realise realize I need to do more than just my job. I need to impact games of rugby league. I need to be able to offer something that no one else can offer in my position. And this year, his service, his pass selection, his dummy half running, his defence. Um, yeah, Braley's been outstanding, seriously. Like, I, And the crazy thing is, is what, he's what, 22, 23? 23. Young, yeah. As young as anything. He seems to be relatively injury-free. Um, mate... I, yeah, he's in this. He's almost in the same breath as a Reese Robson for me. Where those two guys could be the next generation of hooker for us. Um, for New South in Wales. the under twenties Origin, let's say twenty eighteen. I'm just mm. guessing it would have been around then. Robson was the nine and Braley was the fourteen. Oh wow. Okay, so they are quite close in informants in yeah. um, what they can achieve. I mean, it's going to be unreal to watch <clears throat> him and his brother for the next five or six years. Yeah. Like, We'll, we'll talk about him soon, but I thought he looked great in his return. Yeah, in his return. Well, as soon as he came on, they started to make a little bit of a comeback. His service is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked really impressive. And, and the good thing about a guy like Braley is, like, he's not going to break the bank at nine either. I mean, unless he, you know, comes out and kills it. But he's just, just going to continue just getting the runs on the board, getting the runs on the board. You, can, you know, there's a big window for the Sharks yeah. to keep him at the club and win, you know, potentially win premiership. And, like, he's also, like, he's a homegrown talent. Like, the, the, they've still got another brother. He's in Harold Matts at the moment, I think. Yeah, wow. Braley. So, like, I, I, I think he would ideally want to stay at Cronulla mm. as well long term so that they might be able to keep him on a little bit cheaper mm. moving forward. I'll tell you <coughs> the other one that I... Is Connor Tracy the most underrated player in this that's not in this competition at times? Yeah, like, he's so good. Puck, he's good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got to be one of the in a in a in a group of underrated players. You'd have to have Connor Tracy in there. He's like I, I, I think it's fair to say he was their best back last year. He's right up there for sure. Probably for with Will sure. Kennedy. I'd yeah, say he was their best back. Yeah, he's absolutely. not in the team this year. You know, as much as. You know, people want to bag Talaco because he doesn't have highlights every week. He runs for 170 meters every single week. Tracy jumped in there this week. Nothing changed. I know, I know. It's uh, the the depth. He ran for 173 meters, 66 post contact, four tackle breaks, a line break, 11 tackles, one offload. Look at his Sharks profile. They've still got him listed as a halfback. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know what else I love? The wingers for the Sharkies. I, honestly, I honestly think. The wingers for the Sharkies, you could make the argument that they're the best combination in the comp outside of To'o and Tail and May. But them going toe-to-toe with To'o and May, I'd back them in. Not, they not, handle their own. Their own yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if they'd win, but I'm just trying to think like some other wing combinations that you feel are as strong as Mulatalo. And every single game, Mulatalo and Katoa do something special. 
every yeah. game. I, th- I think it'd be them, the Penrith boys, and then you probably have Swali and, and Tupu. Yeah, but Tupu, uh, yeah, Tupu, yeah. But then you, I think after that, I think it's these two clearly. Well, I, I honestly would have those two in with them, like yeah. in the sense of like, I don't know who's the best one, but if there's a tier of wingers, they would be in the tier one of of the competition for sure. Um, Katoa is criminally underappreciated. Like, the amount of good get, like he constantly has a bunch of tackle breaks. Um, you know, like every second game, he might have like nine tackle breaks. And if he doesn't have nine tackle breaks, he's got to try a try assist. Far out, he's good. And I feel like Mulatalo, we all sat up and took note of him last year around the origin period. Mm. But Katoa just, like, and I, I would also say like, like Jesse Raymond inside him. And, and you, you want Raymond to run first, yeah. not pass first. But like if, if he had a, a centre inside him, like a Stags or, or one of these guys, that's a real draw and pass guy. Katoa would score. Even more. Even more. Yeah. I, I really think Sharks' backline is one of the most underappreciated backlines. Like every game, they're running for big numbers and breaking big amount of tackles. You, you could have two to three injuries in this backline, and then you'd have to make the decision do we bring in Tracy, Ikevalu, or Lockie Miller? Arguably one of the best debuts we've seen. In like, a long time. Yeah. Mate, it's just um, Sharkies are looking so good. Um, another bloke who I think really benefited by going back to reserve grade and playing in the halves, Trindle. Yep. And, and I, 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 think, um, I think quite a bit, I don't know if we still, but I think at the start of the year we, we disagreed quite a bit of me saying I would rather than be in New South Wales Cup. And you were, again, correct me if I'm wrong, Guru, you were more like, no, no, I want them playing first grade, even if it is off the bench. Yeah, it wasn't about Trindle. But, but yes, we that idea, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I was pushing back on it for sure. And can you see the benefit now? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I think Trindle's a cracking example too. That yeah. When he was coming off the bench, it was poor. It wasn't working. Yeah, it was not it, it working. It was making. It was. He was lacking. It was making his confidence worse every yeah. single week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I, and to be clear though, I, I think it's just in key positions where yeah. I think it's important that they go back to reserve grade, take a team around the park, because Trindle was outstanding. It was like, who is this bloke? He, well, it was a Trindle we showed in the last five weeks of last season. His yeah. confidence was sky high. Yep, absolutely. But to think that they did this without Nico Hines, oh, my God. It's so impressive. Um, outside of that, uh, I thought uh, Hamlin uh, Ueli, you know, he had some really good moments. Uh, just just the energy that he brought. I know he had the head high in that, but I, I personally don't think it was a head high. Um, just the energy that he brought. I know he didn't play for a, a mountain of minutes, but when he did come on, he's flying out of the line. Yeah. He's getting through his work. You know, they're looking good, man. They're looking really good. The, Shout uh, out to Andrew Fafita too. I thought he was great. You know, yeah. he's not playing. I think he played probably 25, 30 minutes around mm. that mark, but he's just managed to, like, I think he's a lot more important to this side than what he gets credit for. Yeah, agreed. I, I think that the role he plays, the experience that he brings, I think just the sort of character he is. I mean... Like, listening to him talk about that injury last year, like he's not dead. I know. It's and he's back incredible. in the Sharks team who, are they are they the most stacked forward pack in the comp? They'd have to be up there. When you yeah. think about the guys that aren't making, I mean, fuck, if, uh, I, I, I think you posted it. Like, Franklin Pelé ran 100 metres to score a try on the weekend. <clears throat> They'd he be, can't even get in their 25. I would say that their, um, their pack is underappreciated, for sure. I would mm-hmm. say Penrith, Eels... Penrith Eels probably have the most stacked forward Keep in packs. mind they're playing Talakai in the centres. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can see it for sure. Like, I mean, they're in the Hamlin top four. only just coming back. Like, they, we still haven't really had a game where you've got Hamlin, Dale, Cam McInnes, like the entire band, Wade McGinnon, everyone, to, uh, yeah. Wade Graham, everyone together yeah, at the same point. time. That's a good point. And Rudolph wasn't there. And Toby Rudolph. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, Rudolph was their best forward last week, I thought. Yeah, he was really good last week. Yeah, you know what? You'd put him up there. Put it this way. It definitely can go toe-to-toe with any forward pack yeah, in the competition. Sure. And I don't think they're light on paper, at, at, le- at the very least. Um, so, yeah, Sharkies fans, get back excited. Like, there, again, there was a few weeks where I was going, I think we, it may be a bit too soon for them. I think that maybe they need another six months to get everything together. But after watching them the last couple of weeks, maybe they can make a push for it. I mean, yeah, the, the, the next two weeks I think will be – I don't know if it – if it'll be telling, like if they do get shown up, at least the Sharks will know where they're at mm. and then they'll have another five weeks to really get themselves sorted and primed. Um, once they do get through those two games, it's a pretty good run. You've got Dragons, Tigers, Manly, Bulldogs, Knights. I, th- oh, I think we spoke about this last week, but mm. if they can get an idea of where they're at over the next two weeks. They can they go two from three in the, this three-week period. Fuck, that sets them it's up. Huge. Not many teams will go two from three in this Like. Run. This little period, if they go two from three and then go on to win pretty much every game, they basically guarantee themselves top four. The only teams that could go two from three in this period, I think, are the teams that are on top of them. Yeah, Cowboys and Penrith. Because even Storm clearly can't. They lost. Yeah, It's also not the worst time to play the Cowboys two days after the state of origin. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a really good point. Um, so, yeah, really exciting for the Sharks. I, I, again, I thought that they maybe just needed a bit longer, but after watching them last two weeks, we just... Who knows, man? Who knows? And they're, they're, they're both in North Queensland and Penrith, so that will that'll be that, tough. Yeah, tough couple of weeks. Maybe maybe Fitzgibbon has has tipped them up on that. I've looked at that four week period, and the reason why they've been so up for these first two games is knowing that you know they may drop those last two. So let's get those wins early. Would you be more worried about going to North Queensland to play the Cowboys this week, or going to Amy Park to play Melbourne? Oh, Amy Park, Melbourne. I think still. Yeah, with a full strength Storm team. Okay. Yeah, still, but... It's, it's closer than we've ever thought it would be. Yeah, though. well, definitely this year for sure. Yeah. I mean, fuck, I didn't think that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, exciting times, Sharkies. Very exciting times. Uh, Matty Moore, like, Nico Hines didn't even play. It is incredible. And I know the Storm were missing players, but that's the Melbourne Storm. We expect them to be incredible. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get to the Storm side. Um, look, we have to remember that they are missing Christian Welsh, they're missing Remus Smith. They lost Nico Hines last year. Um, they're missing Cam Munster. Who else are missing? Harry Grant. Harry Grant. So, like, it's not like they've Felice. got this. Felice Kofusi. Kofusi, yep. So it's not like they're not. Yeah. They are decimated with injury. And, and I think it's outs. also worth noting that, you know, like a guy like Xavier Coates, uh, missing mm. him. Yeah. A guy like Remus Smith, who Remus might not be a superstar, but... You realise how valuable Remus is when he's not there. Yeah. When he's there. Well, their, their edges were getting decimated. Their edges are getting smashed at the moment. Smashed at the moment. Their that, defensive that's decisions. my worry with Melbourne, that yes, you bring Munster and you bring Grant in. doesn't really solve that issue. Mm. And now Remus Smith's out for the season. I think he's gonna. they're going to really miss him. And then you've got Jennings that's also injured. All these guys that yeah. fringies that could have come in that, that would have solved a problem. Um, I think Grant Anderson, he got injured on the weekend as well. So... That depth is going to be tested again there. Yeah, really interesting times. You know, I, I do I do say, though, that even though all those injuries, and that is a reason for the loss, uh, Melbourne definitely are going through a bit of a 
a period right now. I kind of bring it up last week and, and said basically I felt like something was a little bit off, but I trusted the fact that the Melbourne Storm proved us wrong every single time. Um, I do believe that their depth probably isn't. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, it's not the same as it was yesteryear. Mm. Um, and I think that may be due to like, so the big three, they had the depth and they built that perfectly with like Hughes, Munster, Pappenhausen. They built it perfectly. But then like the depth underneath that, that's still got to take time to grow and, and to, to, I guess, recruit and, and develop the players into what they need them to be. Um, because, yeah, they just just don't seem to have the same energy as an, a, a Melbourne Storm team usually does this period time of the year. Yeah, I think it should also be noted that obviously they have come out of that period with the big three. Mm. And we said it last week, as much as COVID has definitely hit the Warriors the worst, I think the Melbourne Storm have been the second worst, mm. realistically. Like, you think the whole 2020 season, they were in a hotel room the entire time, and that's where normally they'd be in Melbourne and you'd have the Queensland Cup players flying down there mm. to train with them during the week and guys that start to get experience. I think they've missed a lot of those opportunities over the last few years. Mm. And I, I personally think that that has played a role in it all because their depth, their depth right now, despite their injury run, if they had this injury run three years ago, They'd still be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas they, now, I mean, they just got done by 22 points against Sharks without Nico Hines. Mm. Coming off a loss. Like traditionally, Melbourne, mm. they lose the week before, you're in for a hiding. Yeah. Well, at very least, like, they, they, if they come off a loss, they're coming out super aggressive and you're earning that win, you know. And maybe, maybe the Sharks were just so good, but just on the edges there, like, they just seem so brittle. And it's, I just have never seen a storm side edge defence be this... Not that great. At no point did I ever think Melbourne, as soon as this game started, mm. at no point did I think they, I was, I thought they'd win before it started. Yeah. But once we got five minutes into it, it was it was all Cronulla. And yeah, mm. I, don't, I don't know if that is Cronulla, just playing an unbelievable game, but Melbourne just coming out of their own end, they just didn't look like themselves. Mm. Yeah. No, it's... um. Look, I, I, I think that they still absolutely are a premiership threat. I don't think that that's under any concern. I think once they get all their players back, when they get... You know, pretty much everyone except for Smith and uh, is Coates out for the whole year? I think he's going to be back late. I, th- I think it was like a ten to twelve week injury. Okay, so once late. they so they only lose Smith and Welsh for the whole Welsh season. Yeah. I think once they get everyone back, Munster, Hughes, Pappenhausen, they'll absolutely still Jennings be is the other one, but he yeah. probably wouldn't have been in there starting. Yeah, mm. NRL.com has Coates round twenty two return. Okay. But yeah, Smith is a big loss, and I think it's it's proven over the last few weeks is they just on the edges there. He was so important to them. Um, but I, I think that once I get everyone back, they'll be back to their <laughs> scary because that because their top tier team is still super scary, yep. super scary. So I think they could still go on a massive run and blow every team out of the water. But it's just about building that depth for the next few years. They play Canberra this week. 
Who do you tip there? Assuming Munster, pl- you assume Munster plays. Yeah, now? surely. Um, I tip Storm for sure. Yeah, yeah, Storm. I reckon. Um, so, growing pains at the moment for Storm. Growing pains. They're human, human, and yeah. they're going through a. Would you say it's an injury crisis? I think it's fair to say that it's close. I mean, they've got fucking fair people out, fair few people out, plus Origin as well. Yeah, <coughs> and I, I think when you have got so many guns in your spine. Your, your key guys that don't get paid as much, in, like your Remus Smith, your Felice Cafusis, mm. when they're not there, that's mm. when you really start to feel having so much money in your spine. Yeah. No, re- absolutely. Uh, in saying that, like, it, just, it really just depends, like, were the Sharks just so great? Because, like, then you look at the Broncos, they had, like, 10 players out and they managed to get the win. Mm. And, yeah, Sims got sent off, sent to the win twice, but that's all part of a game of footy. Um uh, yeah, you know what? Storm, they had Brandon Smith sent off, so... Yeah. yeah, yeah. The game was done by then, yeah, that's in true. my opinion, anyway. Yeah. I think they'll bounce back, though. You, you think they bounce back? Uh, yeah, I, I think... I, I don't think they're going to stay the way they are right now. Yeah. I, I'm not... I'm worried they're not going to be able to bounce back to the level where they can b- beat a Penrith, to yeah. be honest okay. with you. Yeah, okay. I think, I think they'll bounce back, but it is slightly concerning that... I can't remember the last time they conceded 64 points across two weeks in a row. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Against two teams that aren't in sensational form. <clears throat> That's what I'm, I don't know. Cause you got last week's loss and this like Sharkies, like were the Sharkies just great? You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see you next week. But I mean, it's also like for years, like we've seen teams play great against Melbourne and they still lose. Yeah. That's the, oh, I know you don't want to doubt them. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. 